Yup. Here we go. Yes, indeed, my friends. Yes, indeed. Here we go. Things are getting crazy. Podcast number 185 entitled Digital Overload. Digital Overload. And, you know, this is basically just what I'm I'm seeing, experiencing, and watching unfold uh, before my eyes. Now, yes, of course, I have a big digital presence. I've been doing stuff online for a while. I build websites. I've had a number of websites. I'm doing this podcast. You're probably listening to it online through my website, iTunes, Stitcher, any number of my venues. But hey, what is going on in the world? Everybody's going a zoom, 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 ah, zoom. And by the way, whatever happened to Skype, right? <laughs> yeah, they uh, they just they couldn't get a grip. Zoom just took over. They were in the right place at the right time. And yeah, right now I'm getting asked to do some stuff online. I teach a couple uh, Buddhist classes online. And then there's my Aikido affiliation has so many classes online and all not all most of the dojos are offering online classes and then now i'm able to attend you know all kinds of retreats online and is that a good thing that's certainly not a bad thing it's certainly not a bad thing but but i gotta say right now for me there's more things online than i could ever possibly attend and even just within like my Buddhist organization, uh, Dzogchen uh, Sri Singha Foundation, internationally is having so many online classes. And then my teacher is teaching every day. Dzogchen Kempo Choga Rinpoche is teaching classes every day. And his main students are offering classes. And then all the Dharma centers from around the world are offering classes. I could be taking five classes a day teachings, all of that. And then the Aikido thing is the same thing. We're training twice a week here in Boise. We have a little space. There's only four of us, five of us right now. We're just doing weapons training. We're way socially distanced and we're wearing masks. So it's not, it's not too, too crazy. It's not too, too crazy, but there are so many online Aikido classes. Now, Aikido is not, you know, uh, conducive to doing things online because our training is so, we work with partners most of the time and it's not like we're doing katas and things like that, but there are so many online classes, so many online classes. And then a lot of people are working from home, right? A lot of people are working from home, so they're doing most of their stuff on Zoom. And they're doing a lot of their interactions on Zoom. They're meeting with their families, having birthday parties online, virtual birthday parties, virtual weddings, virtual graduations, virtual this and virtual that. Habba-dabba-dee, dabba-dabba-doo. What, 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 what you gonna do? Just, wow. It's just a bit much. And then all the shopping that we do online and, you know, just spending time on YouTube. We spend so much time online. Right now, it's just, I'm calling it, it's a digital overload. It's a digital overload. And a lot of it is just, uh, 
the amount of work that we have to do, the amount of school, if you're, if you're in high school or middle school or grade school, and it's just taxing. And then, of course, the pandemic. I mean, we're doing this as a result of the pandemic. But the pandemic also is just getting us all wound up. Globally, right now, everything's spiking. I think Idaho is number two in the United States for one of the worst places to be. And, of course, you know, we are the Wild West. So people kind of just do what they want. And then we wonder why we have so many uh, COVID cases right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Now, in saying all that, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great stuff to be in online. I mean, I can connect with my global sangha. Right now, my Buddhist teacher is in Taiwan. He's teaching classes every day. I can train with him more now on one level than I've had ever had the opportunity to train with him and have access to a number of other teachers teaching within our lineage. And, of course, I offer classes twice a week. But it's not the same. It's not the same as doing it live. And then this year, my Buddhist organization, you know, normally uh, they, the, uh, we offer a one-month internship training at the Dzogchen Retreat Center. So, and I've done this four times. I've gone there for the summer, been there for five, actually eight weeks. Five-week internship, then five days off, and then a two-week ceremony. I'm there for two months, basically, nine weeks. And there is a great quality to immersing yourself into Buddhism at a Buddhist retreat center. And there are 80 people there with me, all with the same mindset, all practicing together, all on a similar schedule. That is not uh, redoable online. I mean, yes, we can meet online. And, you know, this year we had a very successful uh, internship teachers training program, the ITTP. And they did a, a one month and a three month internship online. But, yeah, everybody's isolated. Everyone's at home. I mean, it's easily it's easy to get distracted. It's hard to gather people I, if you don't really want to show up. I mean, who's going to stop you? You know, you can have your phone on, TV on. You have your daily life around you. It's just there's a lot of distractions. And then at the end of the day, whatever that means, you know, typically at the Zochen Retreat Center, when we're on internship, we're, you know, we're in activity from 7 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. I mean, it's, it's very intense, deep training. It's not the same at home. It's not the same at home. But we, you know, we do have the opportunity to meet like that. And I think there's a great quality to that, to kind of gather and connect as friends and family and business and sangha and dojo and whatever your hobbies are and meetings are. And, you know, we can do graduations and funerals and weddings and all that stuff. So, yeah, there are some great, great qualities uh, to being to having access to going online. I, I recently, last few days as I've been considering this podcast, I was thinking, I wonder what they were doing in 1912 when the Spanish flu basically put every put the globe the uh, put us all in a global pandemic. You know, and we we should be really looking at that and how people dealt with that. I mean, there was no internet back then, uh, and barely any radio, TV, things like that. I mean, it was just a, a very different technological culture. 
I mean, right now we kind of have access to the world at our fingertips. But yeah, it's it's an overload. I'm calling. I'm just calling it for me. It's just a digital overload. Uh, I recently was asked to do a uh, virtual kind of Buddhist local Buddhist gathering. We have all the Dharma centers here in Boise, Idaho, get together online, similar to the Boise Buddhist celebration that I normally organize every year as a one day festival that you know all the. Mm, all the organizations, Buddhist organizations gather, and then we, it's basically for the general public. It's just a really good time. But people have been talking about putting that online, and it's really, you know, it's just something I don't want to organize. And I really don't want to um, kind of take the lead on that, because it's, you know, like everything else, it's a lot of work, and there is just so much online. I, I'm, I'm, Trying, I'm spending more time on my bicycle. Right? I'm spending more time going for walks. I want to spend less time on a machine, on a computer, interacting with humans. I really, really do. And right now I'm just taking a stand. I'm taking a non-digital overload stand. I'm taking a non-digital stand. And I'm, I just don't want to spend that much time online. Yeah, I, I have a job right now. I mean, I was a digital designer, a graphic designer for 20 years. I mean, I look at a machine all day. I, I go to work and I'm on a computer all day. And then I come home and I work on websites. I'm, you know, I do video work. I do audio work. I'm doing this podcast. So I spend a lot of time with my computer. I don't want to have to be spending more time on all these possibilities of Buddhist training and martial art training or anything else that's going on in the world. I mean, those are just my hobbies. Those are just my things. But yeah, it's it's really, it, it's kind of crazy. I mean, there's great benefit, but at the same time, it's a little, it's a little out there. So yeah, I'm, you know what? It's kind of, what is it? My birthday's coming up here, April 29th. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. And, uh, I'm just going to kind of commit to spending more time on my bicycle, more time going for walks, a little more time outside, and more time reading. Now, I don't need to be spending more and more time online. You know, I, I, I could take an Aikido class five times a day. I mean, there's so much Buddhism online, even within my Buddhist lineage, let alone not counting everything else that's going on. Same thing Aikido. Just within my Aikido affiliation, there are so many classes to take online. Let alone everything else that's going on in the Aikido world. I mean, it's just, wow. There, there's, it's it, too many options, too many options. I remember back in 1991, I was taking a class at the University of Washington on information technology and how it affects society. I studied sociology. I earned my bachelor's of arts in sociology, and I thought that class was a great class because that was kind of, you know, when we were really starting to get into the Internet, 1991. Yeah. Uh, email a few years before that was a really new thing. And not everybody had computers and certainly, <laughs> certainly no cell phones, you know. And uh, we had to read a book, I believe it was called Neuromancer. And one of the qualities of that book is that it kind of projected into the future where we would spend so much time online, everything, digital books and programming. And, you know, everybody's got a personal 
web page, social media, YouTube, that kind of thing. And, and it just became inundated with everything. And, and because of that, fewer and fewer people were able to connect with centralized things. You know, so if you put something out there, if it wasn't immediately popular, it just got lost in the shuffle. And, you know, it's just like the things I'm experiencing with, with, with Aikido. It's like, yeah, there's so many classes. It's just, it's a digital overload. So I'm just trying to pull back my friends. I mean, I'm going to keep rocking the podcast, but my, my big thing right now is just doing, doing less. I'm trying to underdo, digitally underdo. Just pull back, ease into reading and walking and riding my bicycle and just enjoying life a little more. I mean, even though there's a pandemic, there's still a lot of great things I can do that have nothing to do with being online. And there it is, my friends. There's my just 15 minutes of my digital rant, basically. Not necessarily a rant, but just kind of given my perspective about what's going on. And I'm just seeing more and more going online. And the more that happens, the, the more I want to pull back. And there it is, my friends. Thanks for tuning in this time around and uh, check me out next week. And as my mama likes to say, stay safe, be cool. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.